Well, welcome back to Rock the Culture. This is season four, episode four. Four. Four for the culture. Four. Season four, four. Four. <laughs> this is the podcast where we bring perspective and conversation to all things Central Arkansas, all things Little Rock, all things the culture. I'm your host, Antoine Phillips. You can find me on all social media at A-N-T-W-A-N-P-H-I-L-L-I-P-S. And it's your favorite representative, always repping. Two takes, three terms. You can find me on Instagram at RepBlake36. Man, you, and you can find you everywhere, boy. That, everywhere. CNN, hey. USA Today, but, uh, whatever the paper Minneapolis but is you, called. But you, <laughs> you in the paper every day. I know, man. I'm trying to stay out them papers. <laughs> I'm going to stay out Make the Make sure you papers, don't bro. get on some papers. I know, right? Stay out the papers. <laughs> Already on some papers. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 let's, hey, hey. Hey, let's keep, let's keep it civil. <laughs> All right. Uh, Got to start off, Blake, giving the shout-outs to our, our people at Arkansas Times. Continue to support Rock the Culture. The distro. Uh, support to Central Arkansas Library Systems. The venue. Uh, for allowing us to record the pod here. And, and today with a special guest from Cal's, uh, Tamika sure. Lee, to talk about all the things that Cal has to offer for our community and for the culture. Yep. And then you got to give a shout-out to your guy, Grammy You know. Keys to the City TV Films on YouTube. The producer. Um, all, everybody, everybody plays a part into what Rock the Coach is. The collective. Man, I was at the, um, I hadn't even told you this, Blake. I'm at the, uh, Monday night at Philander with the, uh, Todd Chamberlain police chief the police chief form, okay. And then a Philander student pulled me to the side and she said, can I speak to you for a minute? And it was almost like I was about to get in trouble. Mm. That's what it felt like. But I was like. She said, are, are you one takes for him? And she said. I love Rock the Coach. Okay, okay. Uh, and then she just started talking about different episodes and how I got started and the process and and the movement. And we don't get there without the distro, without the venue, and without the producer. The so, super producer. So, so, so big ups to them. Uh, but we're doing it, boy. We're back uh, four four weeks in a row. Four weeks. Um, consistency. Rock topics. Consistency. <laughs> <laughs> Rock topics. All right, you ready? I'm waiting for the bill, but we got our topics today. And we're off. Uh, first thing, Rock the Culture new merch. Hey, you know, shout out to everybody who's already supported Rock the Culture by for buying sure. the merch. For sure. And we've been we've been literally selling out of merch for months now. We, every we other get, week we sell out. We get a shipment gone, shipment gone, shipment gone. Now we got new colors coming out for the spring. We got the off whites for the for the end of fall for the end of winter. The end of winter off whites. Apparently that's a new that's a new style. Off whites, antique pearl, whatever you want to call yeah. it. Yeah. Um, and then we got the new colors coming in the new spring. New colors coming in the spring. Keep your eyes open. We got the Skittle package. We got the, the Skittles. Greek package, college package. We okay. got new colors coming. For I didn't you, know so. it was called the Skittles. Skittles. Pal. The Skittles package. Chase the rainbow. The rainbow package. <laughs> Do we need to get some rainbows? We, gotta, we might have to get some. We might want to get some Takashis. Hey, right. <laughs> hey, we need to represent the rainbow for sure. Uh, so, so the new merch. new merch is available. You can always get it uh, on the cash out, but we have in the works. You're going to be able to pick it up at a store near you. Merch is coming to brick and mortar, somewhere close. Hey. Somewhere close. The the the, the culture is happening. What's it, What's next? All right. Michael Cohen in D.C. Man, so many things to talk about Michael Cohen in his testimony. You only got a minute, bro. But I only got a minute. The thing that stood out to me is that apparently, I can't even tell you who the representative was, but to 
to show that Michael Cohen wasn't credible by saying that Donald Trump was racist, he brought out a black woman. Meadows. <laughs> Meadows as a prop, bro. Yeah. Stood her up and said, he hired her. The funny part about the whole thing. <laughs> like, situation, you see this black person? Michael Cohen said, she actually, co- I hired her. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn, you could even you could even use how the much racist mo- prop, right? How, how much money do it did she get paid to be the racist prop? Dude, she been the prop, she been the prop since the primaries. I remember her coming out on stage yeah. and saying, uh, he can't be racist because he hired me. But yeah, but 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 big ups to AOC, to yeah. Presley, and to Elijah Commons, Qua, uh, Talib, Kwali. She 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 went in on them, man. They all three went in on them, yeah. man. Big, we we got a new movement coming to, to DC. We got people who are in touch with with the people, young people. Uh, Michael Cohen, check it out. Uh, Cersei, man, big ups to Cersei for winning the uh, small town revolution makeover. Yes, they got five hundred stacks. Five hundred stacks is gonna go into the city of Cersei. Uh, to revitalize uh, their city. It's going to be part of the, uh, I think it's a reality show. It is, it is. Um, on Hulu, the reality mm-hmm. show called Small Business going Revolution. Going to change, Main that, Street. change the Main Street. That's yeah. a big deal. What would you do with 500 stacks? Like for Little Rock? For for Twan, for ADP. Oh, man, you don't want, it ain't, it ain't, it ain't kid-friendly. <laughs> <laughs> now, 500 stacks here in Little Rock, if we're doing that, Rock, you yeah. know where we're going? Like where? you say, you say the heart line. The line. We're going Asher, Asher Roosevelt, we're going Roosevelt, we revitalize. Matter of fact, speaking of that, we got something on Roosevelt and King right now. If, if you're hungry, you like wings, take it down to wings. Wings are King and Roosevelt. You know, we, we revitalizing the hood, bro. Okay, okay. We revitalizing the hey, hood, what, bro. what Rick Ross say? What'd he say? Buy back the block. Lemon pepper. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> we got Ole Miss basketball team. So Ole Miss, there was a they had a basketball game last Saturday. Again, we're recording this part this Friday. I mean Thursday, February twenty eighth, last Saturday. They had a game, and, and during the game, there was a pro Confederate rally on Ole Miss campus. Real talk. So some of the basketball players took a knee in protest, said, "Hey, this is not what our school is about. This is not what we're about. We're against this." Mm-hmm. And so I want to big up STEM for that, continue sure. to have awareness to our people that these Confederate folks, and we're going to talk about this a little bit, they're still here. This yeah. stuff is not going away. Absolutely. And I want to take a one-take thought to say, if you're willing, at this point, knowing that everyone considers the Confederacy to be a symbol of racism, mm-hmm. if you're okay with being associated with, with a symbol of racism... oh. oh. Message. Hey, you probably racist. <laughs> okay with racism. Oh, okay, right. Ra- either you racist or you okay with being racism. associated yeah, with either, racism. Either you are or you complicit. Exactly. With, either way, either way, that's uh, that looks bad on you. Right, bro. right. That's the one take thought. All right, Black Future Post. Man, on I gotta Facebook, give a shout out. Instagram. Gotta give a shout out to uh, Two Take Three Term. Always repping, doing something that I've never seen done before. Yeah, bro. Just highlight not only the. We talk about black history all the time. But bro, we, we live in history, bro. Live in history. Black Absolutely. future. People who are uh, black Check. who are impacting the culture every day. Check it out, man. Black history, black present, black future. I, I got my... I, I'm showing you actors of the movement. And, you know, Twan and I have went back and forth with this movement. It's black in, black empowerment movement, black reform movement. We're we're empowering people through government. And and that's, and that's something that a lot of people have, have taken. So today, the last day of, of, of Black History Month, I, I showed you all the actors, the, the collective. I got uh, Trap Jazz Giants in the mix. My, my boy One Take is in the mix. And Frank Scott Jr., of course. Yeah. And it's, it's uh, 27. So what, people, what, what can they find you at, Rep they Blake? They can find me. You can find me at <laughs> Rep Charles Blake on Facebook or at Rep Blake 36 on Instagram. Check it out, man. Black History, Black Future.
And then that's going to get us right into our rundown. Uh, three things. Um, maybe kind of two things because the, the second and third thing kind of go together. The first thing we want to talk about, I think like a week ago, there was a bomb threat at yes. City Hall. We They released that 911 call. Want to talk about what happened in that situation because you was in the building that yeah. day. So give some personal experience. And then we want to talk about something else you're doing, Rep Blake. I'm doing a uh, lot, man. man doing you are, too much. You're doing too much. What do you say? I'm doing too much. You don't say you're doing too much. <laughs> FaceTime me with your friends. You're doing, doing too, too much. much. <laughs> um, don't, with, be, don't be screen grabbing me when I FaceTime you. You're doing too, <laughs> too much. much. <laughs> uh, and if you don't know what doing too much is, hit us up, and that's for the culture. Uh, but we're also going to talk about the flag bill because you ran that bill yesterday. Yesterday, yes. Um, um, uh, Wednesday, Wednesday, February 27th. We want to talk about that. And then kind of again with the Blake uh, breakdown from no the problem. Capitol. So let's first start with the uh, City Hall, Blake. Um, I guess last Tuesday, February 19th. Yeah. Uh, City Hall was a... a Middle of a meeting. I'm, I'm, I'm there so supporting our mayor, uh, one of our best friends, uh, Mayor Frank Scott Jr. And if you, if you didn't know, every Tuesday there's a board meeting. Either agenda meeting or uh, actual board meeting. That's so. open to the public. Anybody can come in and, and, and see what's going on in your so city. So, so your boys are always there try, trying to help hold your mayor down. Right. Uh, moral support, whatever he needs, you know, we, we we stay in the building. Right. But, yeah. I comes, wasn't in the building that time because I, I actually was in St. Louis at a Blues hockey were. game. Yeah, you were. Yeah, I was I was entertaining some clients up Missing in St. Louis. Missing all the action, bro. Missing all the action. Missing Had a action. good time. You ever been to a hockey game? I haven't, but I heard they rowdy. Hockey games was About lit, bro. Hey, it was life. lit. Great time up in St. Louis at the Blues game. That's why you was drunk. Hey, bro, why you putting me on <laughs> putting me on blast? And no, I wasn't. All you had to say was No. <laughs> I had a few, <laughs> few Tito's and cranberries. <laughs> My clients were drinking. I gotta came not be okay, drinking if your client drinking. That's, that's, that's rude. That's absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> anyway, tell them what happened. Etiquette, etiquette, etiquette. What happened at Little Rock? Man, we had the meeting. We were, meetings running pretty smoothly, and at the very end of the meeting, uh, the the police called the mayor out. The mayor comes back in and says everybody must evacuate. So what's uh, going through your mind? You sitting in the meeting. It's it's raining. It's you know they talking about storms. So my first thought was, oh man, we got a tornado. We in Little Rock, you know, we got a tornado. Let's get out of here. Get to the basement. Whatever we got to do. And then they they're like, no, get out of the building. Uh, stay together. Evac- evacuation plan. Everybody must be out. Oh, so the mayor adjourned the meeting, adjourned and then the, the police made additional announcements afterwards. Stay with us. Everybody out. Okay. So later we we find out that there was a a call um, a call into the emergency line that um, I actually recently heard the the nine one one call and I, I listened to it too and you can listen to it it's up online it's up on online said that he had that he had placed bombs across city hall said he already had one dead body said that he had shot somebody in city hall and he had a twelve gauge and was gonna kill everybody and um, it was it's kind of surreal. You know, um, I've dealt with death threats, and I, and I know that the mayor has been dealing with threat, death threats for a while now. Since the campaign. Since the campaign. So to, to hear it actually, you know, on a emergency line, a public line that's played in front of the news, um, I mean, it, it makes it it makes it makes real for a lot of people to, to know what, what we're going through a lot of times. You know, I've, I've never had somebody come out and say, I got a 12-gauge, I'm coming to get you, but I had people say, you better watch your back. But, and this wasn't directed... Let's let's be clear on this though. They didn't say they were coming for the mayor. They said it's coming for everybody. They said that was coming from everybody. But I've had people contact me, even people at my job, and say, 
Has this ever happened before? Apparently, it hasn't. It and has if, not happened. It has not happened for a threat at City Hall. It's not happened during a board meeting. There, there hasn't been threats on the on the li- public threats on the life of a mayor. So, and it's a first for a lot, man. Right. So then, people at my job were saying, "Well, obviously, there's something very different about this mayor, obviously, <laughs> than the other mayors. <laughs> yeah. to lead to something like this happening. And and maybe it's it's his it's his um, if it's it's his call for transparency, accountability, and and, and to be more powerful." And they say we need a strong mayor. We yeah. need somebody that's gonna make these decisions. Somebody to, that that the buck is gonna gonna stop with. And that and I mean and that comes with it. When 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 you say you hold me accountable, people will hold you accountable. Right. In more ways than one. In in wrong ways and dangerous ways and and positively hold you accountable. So, man, and it's and I hate that I wasn't there uh, to be there as a support. To, to my friends who going through this at the time. Bro, you got the call. You got but the call right when it was happening. I, I got the call right when it's happening. <laughs> what's wanted? Somebody and, said what's wanted. And my wife calls me, <laughs> and I'm in St. Louis. She's here. She says, what's going on in City Hall? She knows I'm in St. Louis, but she just assumed that I'm- That you're already in the know. I, I'm already in yeah. the know, and I wasn't in the know. Yeah. So then you find out, and then he, I'm- He coming, called me salty, y'all. And we're like- I what? Call, Hold on, man. Why? I mean, bro, you in St. Louis. That's why you don't know. You want to know? Be here. Okay. Be here, bro. Bro, I got a. I'm like Calvin, bro. I got a yeah, job. No. <laughs> Calvin got a job, y'all. Go, Calvin. Um. So want to share? So we. So that tape was released. My understanding: the police is still investigating this. Yes. Trying to understand who the culprit was, so mm-hmm. they can be apprehended. Um. Uh, this this not a good look, man. No, it's not, and it's something that I've been concerned about even during during the campaign. Because you know, uh, Mayor Scott is is one of our best friends, right? So uh, making sure he's has the the right line of protection around him. Uh, we we live in a real strange times. So if you look at 2017 and what happened was happening across the nation with with people targeting people, you know, we want to make sure that that um, this this man has an opportunity to to be successful, and 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 that means that he's safe. Yeah. So, you know, that's something if a conversation that, that I, I know he doesn't want to have a lot of times, but it's something that I'm willing to talk about, yeah, man. Yeah. Protect our mayor. Right. Protect right, our mayor. Right. Uh so wanted to share the kind of that background about what happened. There's been um uh, another board meeting since then without incident. Yes. Obviously the city is gonna uh beef up protocols mm-hmm. to pre- prevent these type of things from happening in the future. Um but but we need to be like you said. You say uh, season two or three, man. Be be aware, be vigilant yeah. of, of the type of people around you. Which leads us to our next thing, man. Which is was big news for you. You had the flag bill. We've teased it on the pod before. Talked, talked yeah. about the redesignation of the star that's above the ward Arkansas in the flag. So Wednesday, February twenty seventh was today. Yeah, uh, went and gave my best effort. Set in set in some of the same some of the same dudes. That was there four years ago. Well, you talking about, about with the, the beards, with the MLK bill, the MLK bill. You know, you had said some sons, of, sons, sons of Confederate. Confederate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so tell us what happened. Give, so, give, us, give us a rundown. I basically, gave the presentation of the bill. Talked about what the bill does. What the bill does is is it correct some language that that's that's inaccurate in in our state statute about when Arkansas and Michigan were, were both um, added to to the union. Uh, it also repurposes the star above the word Arkansas. Now that star stands for the Confederate States of America. So my idea is to be. Are we still the Confederate States of America? No, we're not. Oh, okay. And I'm. I, and I don't know why it has. I don't know why. I do know. I'm gonna get into that. But to change the purpose of that star that that is right now to to commemorate the Confederate States of America and to com- and to change it to commemorate the Native American nations that that were here before Spain and France. 
Um, I, I think if we're gonna if we're gonna have a stars that that represents nations that inhabited Arkansas, how can you do that with, without uh, without acknowledging na Native American nations? We've done it for so long. We've done it all across right, this country right, where, right. where it, we talk about history and heritage, and we're not actually uh, reporting okay, history. Okay, history and heritage. We're, we're not accurately I saying the alliteration. You like that? Yeah. Uh, we're not accurately saying acknowledging who have had who has contributed to, to this state to this land. For, who were the first Arkansans? Who were the first people here? Right. Um, so Arkansans before there was Ar an Arkansas. Exactly. Ar right. Arkansas is a Native American word, and yeah. the Quapaw word meaning southern place. Mm. So I mean, if, if okay, if teach you a little about, bit. Blake. I'm trying to. I'm teach a little bit. I'm gonna preach in a minute. <laughs> but uh, also, but, you're a preacher now. But I'm not a preacher. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay. Okay. Gotta <laughs> preach. But well, I'm not a preacher. Uh, I, thought, I, I uh, thought that was your line. So that that was that was my thing to to say. If we're gonna have a star up here, let's 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 be historically accurate. Let's be culturally competent. Let's uh, let's let's talk about what has been whitewashed, what has been forgotten for centuries. You're quoted in the damn gas, Red Blake. What I say? You said the star in the context of the time of 1924 in that period was added to add presence and prominence. Okay, more alliteration. Alliteration. Not I'm learning from you, bro. Hey, I'm, you I'm, it off I'm rubbing off on you, bro. I'm proud of you. I'm watching you grow up. That's right, bro. Watching you grow up right before my from, eyes. From my bro. <laughs> from my bro. Alliteration. All right, let's start off. The star in the context of time of 1924 and that period was added to add presence and prominence of white supremacy in the state of Arkansas. And that was my second point. Native, Native Americans should be recognized, but we have to look at the context and the time in which of 1924 when this star was added. A uh, little history lesson. From 1922 to 1924, the Ku Klux Klan was the most powerful uh, political arm in the state of Arkansas. They had eliminating elections, but they would not check people off. Would you Would you say during that time that the Ku Klux Klan was at its zenith? It, <laughs> <laughs> in 1924, the Ku Klux Klan was at its zenith of power in the nation. Yeah, Grinnell. So, uh, what, just a little history. 1922 to 1924, they would have elections. Every elected official from Pulaski County was a member of the Ku Klux Klan. Every elected official from Sebastian County was a member of the Ku Klux Klan. Many other states, many other counties had members who were in the General Assembly in the United States Congress who were members of the proud members of the Ku Klux Klan. So in 1924, the Ku Klux Klan reached its zenith of power, uh, which which means that it was the most powerful that it's ever been. So if you're looking at the context of when the star was at it, you know what year the star was at it? 1924. So if, if we're looking at the context of when this star was at it, you can say, actually, and in Arkansas, they were they were known as the Confederate Sons of the Ku Klux Klan. Okay. So if, if you're looking at when the star was at it, you really could argue that it wasn't about, is this 60 years after the Civil War? Right. This is a decade after the star was at it that, that you want to change so the So what you're saying, the, the context is... It, it, can't, it can't be about the Confederacy because you, you waited 60, 60 years. years. Yeah. So what, what you can only say is that we want to put this star above the word Arkansas. We want to put this star up here to, to say... Why do why you think they picked that star as opposed to the other stars? It was above... It's, it's in, in a prominent position. Yeah. And to say that white power, white supremacy runs this state. And so, so my argument was continue to be, if we're going to have a star, let's, let's have it for the right reason, and then we got to know why, and we got to know why we're changing it. And, and the third thing about it all. Also, now you got three reasons. The third thing, <laughs> it don't cost nothing. 
It's free. It's free. It's changing words on the paper, and, and, and we can look so much better to, to our globally, the global economy. We can look so much Tourism. better. Tourism. We can look so much better to Welcoming. people who want to relocate here, to move here, that, that we're not backwards thinking and we're actually moving forward. Right. And that's, and that's something that I, I think the same thing with the with the Robbie Lee and Martin Luther King, man. It's it's We have we have to get a, get rid of the negative connotation that, that Arkansas is backwards. We have, we have, we have to to get rid of the perception that that we are so. Uh, I appreciate the passion, Blake. Bro, you know where I come from. Uh, that we're so entangled in our history that that we can't move forward. And and this is one of those bills that it should be it should be so it should be easy. It, it should, should be simple. How simple should it be, Blake? It's getting a glass <laughs> of water. Why do you want to make it so hard? I want I want to say two things in that because I appreciate you preaching on it. So one thing I want to say is. This kind of goes to a bigger thing when it comes to Confederacy, because they, a lot of times, we, the global we, uh-huh. pick and choose what history we want to remember. Exactly. We want, we don't want to talk about slavery, but we can talk about the Confederacy. Exactly. We want to don't talk about redlining, but we can talk about the Confederacy. Yeah. We want to talk about Jim Crow, Jim Crow law, but we, we talk, talk about, about the Confederacy. Confederacy. So you can't you can't be that. Yeah. I mean, just on a very pure logical level, so, that's illogical. I mean, how are you gonna talk about Little Rock Nine without talking about Jim Crow? Right. How are you going to talk about the Civil War without talking about slavery? I mean, it doesn't make How you going to have peanut butter? And not have no jelly. Boy, every How time. How you going to have Kool-Aid? With no sugar. Man, come on. Preach. <laughs> that's, what I, that's all I'm saying, bro. Tell you the never story. got two things to match. Our history doesn't. Our <laughs> history, a lot of times, isn't pretty. It isn't wrapped up in a bowl. It's not perfect. But it's honest. And yeah. we have to be honest. And if we're going to move forward, then let's be honest. If you didn't know what the star means, now you know. So you don't have a, ignorance is not an excuse. Right. Plain and simple. Yeah, so let's, let's, then here goes my second thing I want to talk about, Blake, is the pushback. I mean, what, what, give, give us some, some emotional or, you know, kind of put us in a room of the pushback that you're receiving from these people. Because somebody's quote on here, uh, Robert Freeman who said he's a descendant of Confederate veterans, and he said that uh, the governor... Salty, you know they were salty. They were salty be, because they wanted me to move from the end of the table. Oh, uh, there's a picture of you sitting right next to him. Oh, bro, I wasn't moving. You uh, have to come sit next to me. I'm going to sit right next to you and mug you the whole time. You're going to say this. Right. They were so uncomfortable. Dude, dude, one dude moved his chair, so I moved mine next to him. And <laughs> Petty. Petty yes, Blake. Uh, Petty. Petty Blake. Petty. But he Eddie said Murphy. he he's accusing the governor. <laughs> oh yeah, for trying to get political support from the so-called so black community. community. Man, Vivian, why are we so-called? Vivian Flowers in the room with me, and I, I you know I was giving straight face because I was giving big facts. They wouldn't get no emotions out of me. Give him straight face. Straight face. Straight face. Straight face. <laughs> facts. <laughs> and uh, he said that, and straight I couldn't face. help. <laughs> he said that, and I couldn't help. So I'm looking at Vivian, and she looking at me like so-called. I'm like, man, so-called, bro. I'm right here. Ain't nothing so called about me. I'm tangible, bro. I can reach out. You want to touch? You, you want it? I, I can touch you, bro. We're right here. All smoke if you want it, dog. If you want it, man. I mean, that's crazy, bro. Yeah, so, man, I mean, so-called. So like, not even, you're not even real black. I'm not even you real. You know why? Because you light-skinned. <laughs> <laughs> See, if it was me up in there, he was like, nah, he black. I'm light-skinned, but I'm still <laughs> But I'm still a dark. But you know, bro, I never, I, I don't spend time looking at comments. But you know, we we read these articles in preparation yeah, comments, for bro. I ain't pre- the preparation for. Uh, we're not going through the comments. But uh, Bromit called me yesterday. What he did he say? He, he just, you know, he was 
he was actually a, he felt he was a little ill by the whole thing. He, he couldn't believe he could believe, but it just it just was sickening him. So he he called me right after that right after the session and wanted to say he wanted to know who who didn't vote for it. Right. You know that's what a lot of people. You man, and that's that's the thing. You had five people voted for. You got four Democrats on the committee. Yeah, all four and, Democrats. And, and uh, big up to your boy Jimmy, Jimmy Gasway, man. Jimmy for, Gasway for not only. not towing the party line. And I'm gonna tell you this: Jimmy Gasway talked to me before, and he didn't know what, how he was gonna vote. So something within that meeting changed his mind. Yeah, and that's what it's about, man: changing people's minds, changing right. people's hearts. But you had eight Republicans who voted no, and he had seven Republicans who sat in the room. Why you pointing at me? I w- I ain't do it, Blake. <laughs> you had seven Republicans <laughs> who sat in the room and didn't say nothing, man. Bro, so where your courage at? The, I don't I don't always get in the comments, but I print these stories okay. off. Okay, let me see the comments. And, and one story, one comment. <laughs> one comment says, Charles Blake was grandstanding and race baiting with the star issue. I wonder how many Arkansas or for that matter, state legislators even know what the those stars on the flag represent. Now you know, player. If Blake wants to if if Blake wants to do something constructive. He could work to remove Little Rock from being number two on the cities that are not where you want to live due to high crime. And that high crime is in black communities. Oh! <laughs> hey, you know what Jay-Z said? What'd he say? Man, they be talking crazy under those IG pictures. They be talking <laughs> crazy. Bro, first you so-called black, so-called. and then they gonna say... They gonna blame me for all the crime in the black all community. All the black... <laughs> Bro, I, I'm your favorite. Always <laughs> rapping. You said it last week, man. They love to hate me. They love to hate me, bro. I, I just got but we support right you, bro. I got called right before I walked up. You said, you were the biggest black bigot. I said, I ain't never heard of that the one. The biggest black bigot. Black bigot. Okay, said, okay. Like, alliteration, though. Alliteration. <laughs> but that's a little oxymoronic. The right? triple B. Triple, triple B. Big ball of bread. you believe. <laughs> Shout out, Grammy Q note. in the building. <laughs> All right, we're we going to move on, man. We're going we to take a break. But before we take a break, I got to say, man, I, I see it on social media. I see it from people talking to me. People appreciate what you're doing, Red I Blake. That, so man. So keep doing that. it. Want y'all to trap jazz your life, and then we'll be trap back with Tamika Lee. We're back after a short break. And mind y'all, this is episode four of season four of Rock the Culture. We're here with our special guest, Tamika Lee. Is that right? That's right. Okay. Tamika, say <laughs> what up to the people. Get in there. Don't be scared of yeah, Oh, oh, oh okay. Uh-oh, okay. Uh-oh, Watch uh-oh. out now. Y'all know that. Y'all know that song. Is okay. that a cha-cha slide? Get in there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Get in there. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. See okay, am I, am I in there? <laughs> am I in there? Okay, okay. You, you in there. So say what up to the people. What's up, people? Okay, I appreciate that. <laughs> we always ask our guests to say what's up to the people because we starting off letting people know this is fun. Good. We, we talking serious stuff, talking about things that happen here at Central Arkansas Library System, but want to have fun while we're doing it. Okay. Um, Tamika, before we get into what you do here at Kyle's, uh, let's talk about you're a Little Rock native, right? Well, I'm from the area. I actually grew up in Jacksonville. Grew up in Jacksonville. Where did you go to high school? I went to Parkview, though. Oh, okay. Shout out Parkview. <laughs> That's right, Patriots. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> well, we are, and I knew you went to Parkview. That's why I want to give you the opportunity to shout it out. Yeah. You know, I'm a proud McClellan grad. Mm-hmm. Red Blake went to Central. We got Grandma Q note from yeah. Mills. So we represent all. All right. Represent all the all, all the capital city. Okay. Y- yeah, we represent <laughs> all that. So you're a Little Rock graduate. I mean, 
Parkview graduate, mm-hmm. um, and I understand you're working at Cal's now. Yes. And what's your title? I am the communications director, which sounds super important, right? It does. <laughs> that's why. That's why you're here because you are super important. So what's the what's the role of the communication director for Cal's? Uh, well. It's quite a few things that go into the job, but ultimately the the basis of the job is doing things like I'm doing here with you now. So right. going out and doing um, uh, television appearances and radio appearances, letting people know about all the different opportunities and events and happenings at the library system. But beyond that, so you the face of the library? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. that's that's a good way to a good way to put it. Uh, but beyond sort of like the celebrity. <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> okay. But seriously, beyond, I guess, just the, like you said, the making appearances part, right. it really is trying to make sure that the library is represented in the best way possible. So that includes any type of um, writing pieces that need to be done, you know, the advertisements. Uh, we have a staff that includes a writer who has now been with us for a few months, and she gives us another opportunity to be able to just showcase cows in sort of a more in-depth way. So when we hear stories like, yeah, you know, I used to go to the library when I was a, a kid because it was one of the only places where I could go and feel safe and the people were welcoming. She helps us put those stories together and get that information out to the public. So the communications director is over all of that, but the department includes writers and graphic designers and okay. video editors, our website <laughs> manager. So there are so many parts of the communications well, department. Well, and let's kind of start there. And I know uh, you and I talked about this offline, and I've seen it being a Little Rock resident and going all over the uh, city. I know Central Arkansas Library Systems, multiple locations. It's yes. just not downtown. Right, right. There are actually 14 uh, just branches that right. doesn't include the the theater because there are the fourteen branches, but then we also have the Ron Robinson Theater, uh, the Roberts Library, which includes the Butler Center for Arkansas Studies and the galleries, and we also have a bookstore, the bookstore at Library Square. So there are quite a few entities that are a part of the. What's library the name system. of the? How do you refer to the building that we're in right now? This is the Roberts Library. Can I last a couple weeks ago I called it the Bob Bob Library. <laughs> Can I do that? Do anybody else do that? I want to be the only you know one. What? You are unique. I have yeah, I'm calling it the Bob else. Bob Library. But let me explain. So it's the Bobby Roberts Library. That's I know, where you got but Bob, Bob from. That, exactly. <laughs> so we just want to let people know where yeah. Bob Bob came from. Yeah, the from. Bob Bob Library. <laughs> so let's kind of talk about, because um, I've seen Cal's kind of go through some changes over mm-hmm. the past few years. So kind of talk about that rebranding effort and kind of the different things that the library is offering to people that they may not be aware of. So we actually recently uh, went through a rebranding. So we unveiled a new logo actually last year before the Literary Festival. So spring last year, we unveiled a new logo. Uh, and part of the reason that we did that is because we did want to make the library history, library system more cohesive. Yeah. So you understand that regardless if you're at Williams Library, you know, on Chester, or if you're at Fletcher Library in the Heights, all of this is a part of the Central D. Brown Arkansas. Library. Right, D. Brown and Southwest, we want people to know that all of this is a part of the Central Arkansas Library System. Um, and then beyond that, this area is now Library Square. So the River Market, uh, what we this used to call Library Square. So what we used to okay. call the Main Library Campus. Yeah, okay. We're now referring to that area as Library Square. Once again, just to bring it completely home that, yes, library uh, where you find Main Library is also where you find the Ron Robinson Theater, not to confuse, you know, with the the big <laughs> Robinson Auditorium. Right. So uh, Library Square helps us to, once again, just connect all of these buildings. And so 
to take it a step further with the name, we actually called the galleries and the bookstore the bookstore at Library Square and the galleries at Library Square. Once again, just to make sure that there's I, I, real I can appreciate branding because you know naming symbols, all that mm-hmm. matters, it matters. And, and it and it resonates with people. Mm-hmm. So now I think about cows differently when I come downtown. If it's in my mind, Library Square. And I have to say, I actually like the fact that you're saying cows because that's another thing that we're trying to get yeah. people used to. I mean, because it's so long to say Central Arkansas Library System. Of course, that's our formal name, but, you know, if you want to go to our website, it's cals.org. So the easiest way to say that is cals. So you're telling me <laughs> I'm doing org. a good job? You are doing a okay, good job. Okay, I appreciate you, Tamika. <laughs> appreciate I need so Every now and again, I need some pats on the back. That's right. You need uh, some affirmation, too. Thank you. you. Thank you. <laughs> um, so I, I kind of want to touch on just... I know there's a few things that's coming up that we want to highlight, but what are some of the, the things that are available to people, citizens with the library? I know one thing that I was unaware of is that there is the library opens itself up to meeting space. Yes. And I don't think people realize that you, if you need a centrally located area where everyone feels comfortable, your local library could serve as that. Yes. So there are meeting, uh, meeting rooms available at all 14 right. libraries. Uh, and you just have to contact the, the library to say, hey, I'm interested in this, see what dates are available. A lot of the branches have more than one space, and so there, so you can find things to accommodate you regardless of the size of your uh, of your party. And then there are larger spaces like the Dara Center in Main Library that's, a, that's there for like special events. But yeah, the meeting rooms are available for people to have business meetings and club meetings, you know, whether it's a book club or uh, things like what we're doing yeah. now. If somebody just needs the space for a little while, um, in the in the bookstore, uh, there's a space <laughs> up there for people to use. So if you wanted to have, once again, some kind of uh, meeting or workshop, that we do have restrictions with that. So it's not meant for. Um, any type of event where you're looking to like gain clients, okay. um, you know, or sell products. Yeah, you probably couldn't have no. You probably couldn't have no like party. You couldn't bring no drinks. Uh, or well, can some, you? Well, some of the spaces you can. Oh, okay. Some of the spaces That's, you, you are available. Teach to me have. some. <laughs> yeah, so uh, like the Dara Center is actually there for like weddings. Like it actually is a venue yeah, okay. for people to use. The Dara Center, that's where I, uh, one of the times I met Bill Clinton. He signed my book, was at the Dara at Center, the Center years ago. Yeah. Uh, and he remembered me. He yeah. had a great memory. Yeah. I ain't like, it ain't like I was doing anything, but he was like, we met, and I was like, we did. That's awesome. I don't I know. Hope, I, I met him once. I hope he remembers me, too. No, nah, you Tamika Lee. Wait, I'm going to be jealous if he remembers you <laughs> when he doesn't remember me. <laughs> um, so let's talk about some of the events coming up at Cal's. Kind of, and I take it kind of in chronological order. I know we got a big book signing coming up. Yes, yes. Uh, let's Greg, talk about that a little bit. Yes, Greg Isles, who is a number one New York Times bestselling author, will be here on Thursday, um, Thursday the 7th at noon at Ron Robinson Theater. So uh, this pie will be available March 4th, so you'll have a few days to go check him out, March 7th. Yeah, and actually that's really good timing because his book, uh, Cemetery Road, is actually released on March 5th. So that's the first date that I mean, this we, this is not an accident to make it. Don't be surprised <laughs> at how well we doing oh, things. Oh, I'm not surprised. We plan. <laughs> we plan. We do things here. Y'all, y'all do it big. You plan things. You think ahead. <laughs> but that's one of the things that we have coming up, and that's one of those events that's free open to the public. The only thing you have to do is purchase a book if you would like one. Yeah. So, um, and Cemetery Road, kind of give you got a little synopsis for us about, about his book. Here you go. I'm, I'm going to read this for yeah. you right here. <laughs> it's an electrifying tale of friendship, betrayal, and shattering secrets that threaten to destroy a small Mississippi town. Um, and this author, a lot of his books actually do 
uh, have a theme that's along those lines. He's a Mississippi native, and so a lot of his stories actually do take place in Mississippi and kind of deal with Southern life and intrigue and a bit of thriller. Um, I'm going to say thriller slash mystery. <laughs> not thriller like Michael Jackson. Even though that's my that's my dude, but no, oh, okay, not thriller okay. like Different, Michael Jackson. <laughs> but it is cemetery, cemetery road, thriller, <laughs> yeah. Michael Jackson okay, video. You see where you're going you see with what that? I'm doing? I see where you're going with okay. I see it. I All see right. the connection. Let's, let's talk about, and you already mentioned this once last year, and I know this is a kind of one of the big events for the uh, Cal's library, well, the Cal system, mm-hmm. is the Literary Festival. Yes. Let's talk about what, what it is in general, the dates. Yeah, so the Literary Festival is probably our single biggest event. Uh, It takes place this year, April 25th through the 28th. We have uh, close to uh, 60 presenters that will be coming. A few of them locals, like Crystal Mercer, who is one of the people who will be uh, participating in the Literary Festival this year. Big up to our friend Cece Mercer. She's (laughs) going to be on the pod in a couple weeks to kind of talk about some of the different things she's doing. maybe she'll talk about the Literary Festival. (laughs) Come on, Crystal. (laughs) But, uh, but yeah, so it is. It's a a really good chance for people to um, uh, interact with local authors who have... um, really made a name for themselves in the art, in the literary world, uh, but as well as authors who are known nationally and internationally. So uh, some of the other people that we have coming this year are Jericho Brown. Uh, if you're a person who is into cooking, Dory Greenspan is one of the authors that's coming. So we really do have a pretty wide net and a variety Give of Give me the genres. layout a little bit of the Literary Festival. How did, I, mean, it's, I know it's a few days event, but mm-hmm. what, what happens at the Literary Festival? Well, like you said, it's a few days, so it kicks off on Thursday. Um, and so the big day, though, is Saturday. So mm-hmm. Saturday is where we have most of the kids' activities, and a lot of those do take place at the Children's Library. Um, but That's we do, the Hillary Clinton Library. Yes, at the Hillary Rodham Clinton Children's Library <laughs> and Learning Center. Okay, our excuse, whole name me, in there. excuse me. My bad, Tamika. <laughs> but, 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 <laughs> Put some yes. respect on the name, right? That's right. So, right. But the like you said, the, the Clinton Children's Library in Midtown. So, uh, most of the children's activities take place there. And we do have an ongoing partnership with Junior League to help uh, with those activities. Uh, and it's pretty wide range of things that they have. So, it'll be music and uh, a version, uh, a live action version of the Emperor's New <laughs> new Clothes. Some of the authors will actually be there to sign their books and right. do some special activities with the kids. But we also have children's activities that take place at Main Library because we have two floors on Main dedicated to kids, these services, and then level four, which focuses on teens. Uh, but, of course, there are also adult <laughs> activities and events and sessions that take place, not just at um, Main Library, but also at theater downtown. We'll have a few um, okay. sessions that happen off-site, like at Eggshells. We'll have um, a cooking session. Actually, I think we have a couple of cooking sessions, uh, but the full schedule we look to have available April 1st for people to actually go out and start planning what you want to do Okay. see everything. And, and where do they go to, to what, I know you say it's not out yet, but where would they find? Is it on cows.org where you can yes. get tickets so and find out? the information out? will be on cows.org, but also the Literary Festival does have, have its own site, so you can go directly there, so arkansasliteraryfestival.org. So you can go to either place and connect with all the information happening at the Literary Festival. Um, but Friday night is also special because that's the night where we have our author party. It's called Author, Author, and uh, a pretty good amount of the authors do come there, so if anybody's yep. interested in coming out, meeting some of the authors, you know, uh, having some, you know, wine and some good food uh, that happens on the Friday night. Man, nothing wrong with some wine and some good food. That's talk, right. talk to some authors. You know, I'm going to be an author one day, Tamika. 
Well, come on. We want you at the author party. I need to meet some. I need, will it be publicists there? I need somebody to, to pitch my book to. I don't to. know if we'll have too many publicists. But, you know, what? since you brought that up, let me make another segue. Okay. Something else that the library actually does is a uh, small. Grammy Kuno said I said it wrong. It's publisher. I'm thinking publicist. Oh, I'm sorry. Publisher. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. For, thank you Grammy for Kuno, he be. That's why he's here. That. But I say public because I'm just thinking. See, because my mind just filled it in. I yeah, know I'm just did. thinking PR. <laughs> I'm thinking I need my own public. But I need them too. Yes, you do need I a need publicist. I need a publisher and a publicist. Yes, you need And actually, the publicist, that's who we work with. Okay. Those are the people like me. That's who I work with. Okay. We're trying to get okay. things arranged for the authors. But. We actually do have a small, uh, self-published and small press book fair that's not necessarily associated. Oh, with the there's a festival. there's a, okay, there's a book fair for that. But that is something that the library does every couple of years, and actually, I think this year it may be time for that again. Uh, but we do that in the fall. But like I said, we do that every couple of years. But so for people who are actually interested, though, in self you know self-publishing, and they would like to connect with people who do own some of these small press. You know, we do have an opportunity for that as a part of the oh, okay. uh, library system. And I've been working on a book title. I'm going to just, can you be my sounding board real quick? Go ahead, go ahead. It's a book title I was working on. It's kind of, I think it's too long. Okay. But I'm going to give it to you, all right? All right. I used to say, <laughs> why me, question mark. But now I'll say, why me, exclamation point. That's good. Did you get that from St. Mark? That sounds like something I heard Philip Pointer say. Not, uh, uh, first of all, <laughs> if Philip Pointer's still in myself... <laughs> Philip Philip Horner support the culture. He he, he, he got the, the he got the rock the culture hoodies. So I know he represents. I know he listens. So Pastor Pointer, if you're stealing my stuff, I'm coming for you, bro. Pastor Pointer, I didn't do it. <laughs> I didn't do it. I didn't but do you it think it's good? Me. You think it's good? I do think it's good. I, think I used to get say why interested. me because I used to question mm-hmm. why was things happening to me, mm-hmm. and now I'm questioning like these bad quote unquote bad things. Mm-hmm. But now I'm like, why are these good things happening to me? That's kind of the premise of my book. Yeah. You I think, think I'm okay I, with that? I actually do think that's a good idea. Okay. I mean, I th- and I think that the title alone would actually just draw some people in because they would go, why me? Why me? Like- Look at that. So you got the expressions down. You, you want to be my publicist? Hey, I got you. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> but that's good to know that, there, that there's opportunity for people mm-hmm. if you want to self-publish that the Cal's Library yes. is a, could be a resource for you yes. is what you're getting at. So I, I mm-hmm. appreciate that. I'm going to be reaching out to Cal's Library. Um, the last thing I want to talk to you before I let you go, Tamika, I know that uh, Cal's Library has been partnering with some of the city board members with the Be Mighty yes. uh, program as it relates to food nutrition and, mm-hmm. and uh, combating some of the food insecurity issues. So kind of talk to us a little bit about that partnership with the city board members. Uh, well, and other entities as well. Well, the city of Little Rock actually received a yeah. grant um, to help fund, like you said, the Be Mighty program. And so this is something that the city is involved with, as well as the Arkansas Hunger Relief Alliance, CALS, uh, the ad group. There are several, you know, partners involved with this, uh, but we have a person who manages this grant. And she is actually housed at CALS, and one of the things that she does is look for sites who are open to being a food provider, so actually um, being a place where kids can go to get these free meals. Uh, CALS is currently a site, so you can come to um, any of or most of our uh, branches to to do that if you're 18 or under. I didn't realize that. So they, mm-hmm. that kids can come to the library site and there's food provided. Yes. So some of the libraries do snacks, um, and then most of them do actually a meal at four o'clock. 
around four o'clock every day. But you gotta be under you gotta be under eighteen. Under 18. So I can't go get no Not I can't be at work and be like, I'm gonna go down to the library of scare and get some snacks. No, at oh, least okay. at least we won't we won't serve you first. You may <laughs> you may be able to get something if, if, you if there's a little leftovers. <laughs> okay. But, but I didn't realize that was an offering for and does mm-hmm. a lot of people is that well do we need to get that word out more? Is that And that that is one of the things that we yeah. that we want people to know about. I mean so the Be Mighty program is a way to help us extend, you know, the reach of that, to let people know that this is something that is available, right. especially since we do get a lot of kids after school because the library is one of the the few sort of safe spaces that, you know, right. for people. Everybody, everybody okay with their kid going to the library. Yeah, and so we are. We're really that safe space sort of physically and mentally because we're open to, you know, all these different ideas and, and things like that. So we get a lot of kids who come to visit us after school, and this is one of the, one of the things that we are – are that we have available to offer to these children if you know if they're interested in that. But we also have programming, you know, that's tied into it too because we have all we we offer after school programming in addition to the meals. So you're not just eating, but we're feeding your soul and your body. That's right. Okay. Okay. Well that's that's awesome. Obviously there's a lot going on with cows and I know we could talk all day about it, but I appreciate you joining us to rock the culture. And I always tell people we don't invite anyone on our show who doesn't who we don't feel is rocking the culture. And obviously what Cal's is doing and your role as communication director mm-hmm. is shaping our culture, shaping our children, uh, shaping writers. I mean, when you think of culture, you think of Everything. literacy. You mm-hmm. think of the written words. So you think of a library is definitely part of it. So I appreciate you joining us. I'm th- and thank you for having me. This is fun. I'm <laughs> glad you... you. Well, you said it like you surprised, though. <laughs> wait, I didn't put the right... No, nah, uh, you, you used the wrong one. You like, this was fun, question wait, mark. Wait, 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 This was fun. Well, there you go. <laughs> thank you, Tamika. Thank you. Now, we appreciate what you're doing, and definitely we, we will be sharing what's happening on March 7th with the book signing on our social media so people know and definitely a literary festival. We'll make sure to get the word out. And to be mighty, because I know there are a lot of people who listen to our, our show who are who do have children, mm-hmm. and they need to be aware of this this opportunity that's that's available. And, and if I understand it correctly, it's free. Yes, it is. Yeah, it is. Just sometimes people be forgetting. Yeah, so pretty much yeah. most of the things that we do are free. I mean, every now and again, there's something that's paid, like some right. of our concerts and, you know, sort of special events. But library programming um, is free for, for right. the most part. Um, and that includes, of course, anything that you can check out. All of these things are free. <laughs> yeah, we didn't even there. talk about what you do, the the heart of the library, which is the books and everybody. But everybody, yeah. get, you, I hope y'all get that. Yeah, you can go get. Wait, y'all better know we have books. <laughs> books, right? <laughs> <laughs> All forms. Yeah, audio, if you if you listen to this podcast and you don't know library got books, turn off the podcast. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> that's, that's no good right there though. That's no good. <laughs> But again, we appreciate your time and uh, we appreciate what Cows are doing. Appreciate y'all allowing Rock the Culture to be at the Bob Bob Library. <laughs> that is so funny. <laughs> and thank you, seriously. Thank you for having us. Always, big shout out to our special guest this week, Tamika Lee, for joining us, talking about all the things that's happening at Cows Library. Uh, we'll be back next week with Frederick McKenna talking about a cover story in the Arkansas Times. The Rock Central, Tiger Pride. He's going to talk about some intersectionality issues. Uh-huh. Going to talk about growing up in Little Rock in the 90s. So we're going to have some moments of reflection next week. Nostalgic. With, uh, with Frederick McKenna. But in the meantime, what can they find us at, Rob Blake? On Facebook at Rock the Culture, on IG at Rock the Culture, and on Twitter at Rock the Culture. And you can always find your host. You can find me, Antoine Phillips, on all social media at A-N-T-W. T-W. A-N-P-H-I-L-L. 
IPS. Hey, you can find your favorite representative always ripping, always fighting. Two takes, three terms on Instagram at RepBlake36. Little Anthony Mason. Little Anthony. Always, <laughs> way, always fighting. Like Anthony Mason. <laughs> See, See y'all next, y'all week. next week.